Welcome to another episode of Storytime with me. I'm your host, CosplayDude637. Today's tale of amazing adventures is in the world of Shadowhunters. What lies in store for Jace and the gang? Well, I guess you're just going to have to find out now. Chapter 2. It begins. Magnus reads the letter again. Hello, Magnus Bane. I know you don't know me, but I know of you. Oh, too well. This is my way of reaching out and saying, I am coming. Keep your loved ones close, for I am coming. Sinra. Magnus looks at the words, What is this? But as soon as the words left his mouth, there was a huge crash and shattering glass. Magnus darted out of his office and into the living room where he finds Max was standing next to a to the fireplace, and Raphael was over by a glass bowl. It was in hundreds of pieces. Magnus sighs and rubs his temples. I thought they were under attack. Okay, all I need to do is just breathe. Magnus thinks and wiggles his fingers. As blue flames shoot out, the broom and dustpan start to clean the glass. Fantasia! Max cries out with joy. After a few hours, Alec had not returned, and Magnus began to get worried. He had texted both Clary and Jace five times. They had both sent back, he should be fine, and stop texting. After putting the boys to bed, he began to pace by the front door. Minutes turned into hours. Okay, that's it, Magnus says and starts to move his fingers. Blue flames shoot out as he starts to mutter a spell. He closes his eyes, and as the blue flames swirl around him, his eyes fly open and terror comes over his face. He quickly picks up the cell phone and calls Jace. Hello, Magnus. Jace answers with a sleepy sarcasm. Don't you dare, Jace Herondale. Alec is still missing, and it's 4 a.m., Magnus demands. He can hear clearly, Clary ask who it is. Then he hears some rustling. He assumed it was Jace getting out of bed. There is a click in of the of a door closing. Okay, what's going on? Alec was going to meet with Maya and Lily, right? Jace asks with a yawn. Yes, and that was six hours ago. I just tried a locating spell and I cannot find him anywhere, Magnus explained. Okay, but it's not like Alec has not been out all night before, Jace responds. Jace, I know you think I am being paranoid, but damn it, I know something is wrong, Magnus shouts into the phone. Okay, okay, I'll wake up the newbies and the others and we'll start a search, Jace says. Within 30 minutes, everyone in the Institute was dressed in gear and were in the war room, getting orders. Magnus had portaled there after dropping the boys off with Magna Maris Lightwood. Okay. And we're 100% sure my brother is not just still in the meeting with Maya and Lily, Izzy asks, stretching. Her electrum whip bracelet glinted in the light in the room as she stretched. Isabel, I have done the tracking spell now. Once for each, once for each member of the Alliance, Magnus says. Okay, and what'd you find out? A very sleepy Simon yawns. 
Nothing. I can't find any of them, Magnus replies. That means they're dead, Mikhail asks. No, not at all. It just means they could be somewhere that is magically shielded, Angelique explained. Looking a bit shocked that he did not have to explain, Magnus just nods. She is right. But I know every magic in this city, and I know every warlock in this city. That's been here, Ruthie says, looking at everyone through sleepy eyes. Everyone looks over at her in wonderment. What's that now, Ruthie? Clary asks. It was something Miss Raven said before we headed here, Ruthie replied. Who? Jace asked, looking at the young Shadowhunters. It was our warlock teacher, Raven Deza, Xander says through his coffee cup. By the angel, I have missed coffee. I know, right? What's up with the Academy not having good coffee, Simon retorts. Clary, Clary clears her throat. Oh, yeah, sorry, not the time, Simon adds. Anyways, what did Raven say, Magnus asks, rolling his cat eyes at Simon. Oh, she noticed an influx of magic in New York. Some new, someone new must be in town, I think is what she said, Ruthie says, biting into a donut. Just then, bells ring out all over the Institute. What is that? Ruthie shouts, sitting spitting out her donut. Jason and Clary get to their feet and leave the war room. The four teens look over at Simon and Izzy. It's the Institute doorbell, Simon states. Clary and Jace make their way to the front door. When they were halfway there, the bells ring again. Okay, okay, we're coming, Jace yells. Then there comes banging on the door. Help! Rippled out from the other side of the door. Jace had a faint recognition of the voice. Was that Kit? Clary asked, picking the pace up to the door. It was Kit's voice. Kit Herondale was a lot, the lost cousin of Jace and the only other living relative. When Jace and Clary swung the door open to find Ty Blackthorn and Kit Herondale holding up a blood-covered Alec Lightwood. I think this one belongs to you guys, Ty says in a bland voice. As always, I would like to give a special shout out to my good friend Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, for all his help and support. To Jim and Billy of Zeo to Hero for all their support. Um, they have been a big help to me, and I could not tell you how much I appreciate them. And of course, to my dear friend Rachel on the Rachel Show Unleashed. She has been there for me and helped me and supported me, and I just can't talk uh, enough good about her. So definitely go check out their podcasts. Um, thank you, as always, guys. Shadowhunters Blood Ties is a fan fiction and is by no way connected to Cassandra Clare in the Shadowhunters series. This is a fan fiction and no copyright infringement was intended. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time.